Hey y'all, welcome back to your brand new podcast episode 8. Okay, so I cannot sleep tonight, so I am going to be bombarding you with some new podcast episodes. I already did one on Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts 4 and the worlds I think we could see in that, but now I think I'm going to do one on Missing Link. So I have been like waiting, I think we all have, have been waiting for months and months and months about new Missing Link information. And of course, just like the rest of you, uh, Square Enix is paying us dust. I have no new stuff, but I did get to see some game footage from the game. I got to see a little bit of gameplay footage and it looked pretty awesome. I mean, anyone can see it. It's on YouTube. It's not like I have this exclusive thing that no one else has. I'm not special. Um, I mean, I am, but I'm not that special. <laughs> um, so apparently there was, there was, you know, a beta testing, um, in January, but it was for Japan, uh, fans only. So, uh, if you were here in America or anywhere else, you couldn't play the beta. Um, but apparently a lot of people said they really liked it. They had a good time playing it. Um, but nothing was really given to us except for what Square posted. We got to see a few little things here and there, but it looks like there has been more things late in the last little while. And the video that I actually saw, the footage I saw was from like a month ago. So honestly, like it's been a while. It's been out there for the whole world to see by now. But I guess the question is, where is Missing Link? When do we think it's going to come out? Um, a lot of folks are saying they don't think it's going to come out until sometime in 2024. And I can see that. I can definitely see why people would think that it's not going to come out anytime soon. But I don't know. I, with, you know, the... Um, Tokyo Game Show coming up and also with D23 coming up next month in September, I think this is probably the time to do it. You know, Final Fantasy 16 is out. It's doing what it did. I actually did purchase Final Fantasy 16. Have I played it? None of your business. But um, it's out. It's a thing. I wouldn't know too much about it because I haven't played it yet, but it is definitely a thing that you can buy. And um, yeah, you know, it's, it's already done that that thing. It's already doing what it's going to do. Um, but with, you know, with that already being now out, it looks like now Square Enix can focus more on other titles. We know that there's already some stuff coming out for uh, the Final Fantasy VII Chapter 2 remake, basically. So we don't have to wonder too much about that. Um, but the next thing that they would be showing us besides that, of course, would be Kingdom Hearts. And I feel like Kingdom Hearts is definitely what a lot of people want right now. They really want to just have info. I mean, I think we deserve some info, don't you? Um... I will say that I, I know a lot of people want to just go straight to Kingdom Hearts 4. They don't want to play another side game. And hear me out. Like, I will, I, listen, I get it. I totally do because I feel like from Kingdom Hearts, you know, from Kingdom Hearts 2, to, well, Kingdom Hearts 1 to 2, there was like one or two side games, I think. I think one. And then from Kingdom Hearts uh, 2 to 3, there were a ton of side games. Um, I think everything from 350 by two days all the way up until what, Dream Drop Distance, where, like, all games released in between that time. So there's been a lot of stuff um, in between those two games, and I think everyone's just very tired. They just, they want new info, and I mean, who, who could blame them? I can't blame anyone. I'm the same way. I really would like to have more stuff coming out than what we have. Um, but with that being said, I'm excited for Kingdom Hearts Missing Link because I feel like it's really going to focus on Luxord and Demix. And Demix is one of my favorite characters in the whole Kingdom Hearts uh, franchise. I've loved him since Kingdom Hearts 2. Um, I just have him and Axel are my favorite two characters in the entire game. Um, besides, obviously, besides the main characters. But the new characters that were released in Kingdom Hearts um, 2 were Axel and Demix for me. I love them. And the more games that I played, as in like... 350 by two days 
and in um in um what's the other one well he's not actually really in uh uh chain of memory so just kidding but um in the other game 58 by two days i feel like i got to see a lot more of him and kind of was like oh man i really like relate to this character he's kind of like a lazy bum that's i i kind of love him so i really do hope that there is more um that's that's just my hope for it um and i, I feel like they're really gonna be tied into the story when i first saw the look at the new character i was like the, the main character i guess for this new game not brain but the other boy um, I guess our playable character. I really thought that he kind of reminded me a little bit of Demix and Luxor, just a little bit. And so maybe he could potentially be one of them. Uh, maybe they're a future version of him. I don't know. Um, all I do know is I feel like it's weird that Zemnis pulled out Larcene, Marluxia, Luxor, and Demix um, and told them like that basically they're, there's, they're bigger they're a bigger part of the story than they realize. And that was really cool to me. But also, like, we've seen Larkseen and Marluxia. If you've played Union Cross and you played through that, then you've kind of already seen that those two had a point to that story, um, a bigger point than we've seen before. Um, so obviously, with them pulling out Marluxia and Demix, there's got to be more to those two. And there was definitely more to Marluxia in that game, for sure. We saw that. And I believe it's Demix that's used as, like, a pawn to get, like, to basically help the good guys, I guess, if I'm not mistaken, in Kingdom Hearts 3. So they definitely played bigger roles than we imagined them playing, um, which I kind of love. But I think that Missing Link is going to be the one to do that. Especially with, um, someone pointed out in a video that, you know, um, with Lushu knowing so much about everything and what was going to happen and this, that, and the third, knowing all of these things, he didn't seem to know too much about who um, Luxord was and not even very much about Demix. He doesn't have very many interactions with him either. So the two that he doesn't have much to inter- like much interaction with or questions are the two that we don't know much about, which again, I think that's why Missing Link is called Missing Link. Not just because of them, but like I think that's one of the main reasons is because this is something that Lushu didn't really predict. He's seen everything else so, like, personally, and crafted things so personally that maybe he missed some things. And maybe the things that he missed, um, Xehanort or Xemnas kind of caught on to. Um, I don't think Xemnas and, and Xehanort were just, like, these idiotic pawns for Lushu. I think they had their own plans as well. And so maybe those two are a bigger part of that plan, which would make sense as to why Xemnas pulled those those four aside without Lushu even being around or I guess uh, what is his name Zigbar being around for that conversation he seems to linger quite a bit and I don't the master of masters wasn't even there for that conversation so it's kind of weird how he was able to kind of get all four of them alone without the supervision of those two even though they're constantly seen in these desert scenes to talk to these these four so I'm really interested in seeing what Missing Link is going to provide us with what information. And I don't know, like, I'm hoping for, I mean, I feel like we kind of get to see what the worlds are going to be. Like, obviously, we're going to get a lot of recycled things from Kingdom Hearts 3, and I'm not against that at all. I feel like, I mean, okay, I do think it's going to be kind of weird because of, I guess, chronologically where the story would take place. I know it's Missing Link, but it takes place, like, after, um dark road right and so like dark road takes place before uh what what is it kingdom hearts one i guess would be the next title because would it be or would it be precisely 
you know, I think it'd be Birth by Sleep after after Dark Road, it's Birth by Sleep, and then Kingdom Hearts 1, right? Isn't that how that... Excuse me, I think that's how that works in the timeline. So, I guess this game would take place... It will, it will take place, I guess, before Birth by Sleep. So, if that's the case, unless I have something mixed up, which is quite possible. But, um, if that is the case, right, and it just take place before Birth by Sleep... Well, going into the world of, like, Tangled and stuff, I, I find that kind of weird because we don't go back to Tangled until Kingdom Hearts 3. So if Tangled and many other worlds that are in KH3 are in this world or in this game, but it takes place cr- chronologically way before Kingdom Hearts 3, how? I, I, I guess, I, I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm thinking too much into it. I really don't know. Um, but I am very curious as to how this is all going to fit in. It just seems kind of weird. I feel like this should have been the game where we got a lot of those obscure properties that people, you know, might have thought would have never come into Kingdom Hearts. Like, if we ever wanted to do a Treasure Planet or a, um, a Black Cauldron, Sword in the Stone, I feel like these are where, this, this title should be where those levels appear. Not saying that they don't, but I'm saying that this would be the best way for those levels to appear. Um, because it would explain Merlin coming along, uh, Black Cauldron, something that hasn't been featured yet. So this would be a great way for it to be featured, um, versus featuring levels that we're gonna see in the future in Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, it's kind of, it's, it just seems weird for the timeline, but again, I could be wrong. Um, I don't know how these stories are gonna play out, but I, I just, I really don't know. The game looks really cool, though, as far as what I've seen. And I, like, I just can't help but be stoked for it. I don't know how more people aren't stoked enough for this game. I think maybe it's because, you know, like in the past, it seems like sometimes Square takes on more than they can handle with certain titles, you know? Like, with releasing Kingdom Hearts um, Missing Link and then also Kingdom Hearts 4 are, like, closest to each other. That might seem like a lot. I mean, obviously, Kingdom Hearts 4, we don't know when that's coming out. But I feel like if they're showing us a trailer for Kingdom Hearts 4 already, then at the time of the trailer, it probably shouldn't take any more than like three to four years for the game to come out. And the trailer's been out for over a year now. So that's giving us like anywhere from like a three and a half year window to a two and a half year window is my prediction. I think Kingdom Hearts 4 will probably come out around 2025, which back in the day, like when I first saw the trailer, that sounded so far away, but it makes a lot more sense now because we don't have Missing Link. And they could be pulling Missing Link back from us for so long because they know it's going to be quite some time before we get Kingdom Hearts 4. Um, And so I think they they might want to do like a yearly thing or like a bi-yearly thing where it's like, you know, a year and six months before the next game, I guess. Um, Because I mean, Kingdom Hearts three came out and then DLC Remind came out like a year later in 2020 wasn't expecting that and then I think by the end of 2020 going into 2021 right I think we got a melody of memory and I again was not expecting another Kingdom Hearts title that close um and all that being said we still have like the ending of Union Cross we had the beginning and basically end of Dark Road so there was a lot going on at that time and I think that I don't know maybe Square was like okay we I think we've just juggled a little bit too much at once. I, that's what I think might have happened. Um, because again, from 20, what, 2019 to like 2021, 22, something like that, we had, um, again, Kingdom Hearts 3 come out, Reminds come out, um, Melody of Memory come out, Union Cross finish, and then Dark Road start and finish at like around the same time. So that's like four 
what, like, four different titles, I'm not counting Missing Link, that's like, or, or, I'm, I'm not counting Remind, but that's like four different titles around that same time, and then I think right before that, right, didn't we have like, uh, 0.8 or 0.2, whatever the fuck come out, and then also, um, the, uh, the movie for, uh, Back Cover, we had all of that come out, at, like, it didn't, it wasn't out very long before Kingdom Hearts 3, so we had a lot of stuff happening at that, around that same time, and I think maybe, I don't know, maybe Square got a little bit of Kingdom Hearts fatigue, and decided now we're gonna shift and focus on Final Fantasy, with Final Fantasy VII Remake, and then Final Fantasy, uh, 16, and now Final Fantasy, uh, uh, Remake Part 2, or whatever the fuck, um, I don't know, I just, I just feel like there's a lot happening there, but now that Final Fantasy 7 Part 2, or I'm sorry, now that Final Fantasy 16 is out, the next title, I think, is Final Fantasy 7, right, Part 2, and then they'll probably focus more on Kingdom Hearts, so, I don't know, I, I, I feel like Missing Link could definitely come out by the end of this year, or, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised, in fact, I'm very hopeful that next month we'll get more information on Missing Link. I don't see how we wouldn't, because again, I feel like the only title that now is standing in its way is Final Fantasy VII Part Two. That's literally it. It made a little bit more sense to hold back because you wanted to focus on Final Fantasy XVI being that main thing that you're focusing on. I completely get that. But now that, again, now that that's out and that's out of the way, there's no excuse to just be like, we're just going to focus on Final Fantasy VII Remake. We're not going to focus on these other Kingdom Hearts titles that we have coming out. Like, I, I just, I don't think so. Especially when it comes to Union, like, or Missing Link. I, again, I don't expect anything new from Kingdom Hearts 4 for a little bit. Sadly, I just don't. And honestly, I'm okay with that. I'm not ready for Kingdom Hearts 4. Um, and I say I'm not ready for that because I want Missing Link first. Because Missing Link is supposed to come first, I want it first. And I really want to get to the bottom of who the hell these guys are. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I really did enjoy, while, okay, while Union Cross was super tedious, and I did uh, rank it one of my least favorite games in Dark Road, while they were very tedious games, there was a good story to both of those games. Like, if you watch back cover and then you played uh, Union Cross, like, you, you... There was something there. There was a community building thing there for me. I, like I said, I went to the event. I did appreciate the game for what it was. Was it a cash grab? Yes. And I hope this next game is not going to be that way, but it's a mobile app game. So most likely it will be, unfortunately. Um, but I really did enjoy what I, the, the story of Union Cross. It was spread out way too far and way too thin at, in, in ways, but I really did enjoy it. And I wish that was on a console. Um, with better graphics, which I think might be coming. I don't know if that's, maybe I'm, you know, jumping the gun on this, but I think it might be coming. At least to a Switch or something handheld, I really could see Union Cross coming back and being done better. I, I just do. I can see it. Maybe even before the release of Kingdom Hearts 4, or maybe after the release of Kingdom Hearts 4, I'm not really sure, but I definitely do think it'll be, I think it'll be a thing in the future, in the, in the fairly near future, I think. I'm just saying it. Um, yeah, I would, like, honestly, I just, I wouldn't be surprised <coughs> if they even eventually, I, I don't want to say this, but no, I'm not going to say it then. <laughs> I'm not going to say it because I don't want to jinx the fans and I don't, you know, want people coming after me in case I am right. Um, but anyway, getting back to, uh, uh, that, like, yeah, you know, Union Cross was great. I really liked the story of it a lot. 
Um, and the same thing with Dark Road. They have really, they have two really great stories. And the fact that this ties into those, I want to know more. Because there's a lot of loss in those two games. A lot of loss. Like, people love Birth by Sleep because of how much loss there is in that game. The same thing goes with Kingdom Hearts, like, like two and three. There's a whole, and uh, 358 by two days. There's a lot of emotion in those games. And I feel like because I played Union Cross, there I, I get it. There's emotion in those games. And the same thing with Dark Road. There was a lot of emotion in those games, like in that game too. Like just with Xehanort walking past the graves of his friends, it's like something happened. With all the lost like Keyblade builders, you know, at the beginning of the game, there's obviously something happened. And if Missing Link is gonna tell that story better and more like um more uh descriptive, I guess we'll say then um, I'm really excited for that. And again, I, I love Kingdom Hearts 4, but Kingdom Hearts 4, I think, in my opinion, can wait for a little bit. For, for me, it can. Um, because I do want to see how this game in particular ties things together. And it just looks like it's going to be an exciting game. And I, again, and obviously with, with Luxor now in Quadratum, I wonder how, if he does fit into Missing Link as well, that means that Quadratum is somehow going to kind of fit in there somehow too like it just adds more to that story I think there I think we'll get more answers than questions this time possibly um because of where it takes place in the timeline I can't imagine us being like okay well that didn't do much for me I feel like it's gonna do a lot more than some previous games have done when it comes to answering some questions my personal opinion now I want to get into the stuff that I saw um so what I did see was a really cool like uh, I don't know what, ugh, I forgot what you call them, like the seals, like basically when you first play the game, there's always like these seals, like of like Sora sleeping or whatever, depending on what game you're playing, um, you think, uh, the Awakening, the Chamber of Awakening, I think is what it is, or the Chamber of Sleep, but I think this one is Awakening, where you play as the new character, and on that Chamber of Awakening thing, you get to see um, Ephemer, who's my boy, I fucking love Ephemer, like I've loved Ephemer since I first saw Ephemer, I'm like, you are like, you're you're a Sora when I don't have a Sora. You're a Ventus when I don't have a Ventus. You're a Roxas when I don't, I don't really... Roxas is not really my dude. I know some of you edgelords love Roxas. I found him whiny, but you're a Roxas when I don't have a Roxas. Like, if Roxas is the is is my only option, I'll take him. But, but my boys Ventus, Vanitas, and Sora are just like, yes, Vanitas too. Yes, yep, I see, yep, uh-huh. Mm-hmm, get mad um but yeah i would say that ephemer is up there with them and roxas is like just below he's cool he's 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 a cody not a zach just saying i'm sorry i had to anyway um but he's on there with um skulls is on there as well i i think skulls is project x right which i i really i swear she's shown i swear she's just like you know the precursor to shown and like i mean i think that's obvious now right is that not obvious Am I wrong? I don't know. I feel like she is the like the precursor to her, and that's why they needed uh, what's his name. That's why they needed uh, Ventus, whatever. That, that's what I think. That's just my theory, but I think that's everyone's theory by now. Could be wrong. Um. Anyway, on this Chamber of Awakening thing, you do see um one of the they're not Dream Eaters. I forgot what they're called, but they're like little Dream Companion things. The little the little cat thing. Um, the Bengals is that who they are? I don't know. Um, but that's that's what this thing is and then or no it's a nightmare right is that what it's called a nightmare no it's not a nightmare i forgot what they're called they turn into nightmares a charity charity thank you 
I say thank you and it's my own. It's just me answering myself. Anyway, I swear I heard someone shouting it's sweet charity. Anyway, so on this little awakening chamber thing, you have Ephemer, Skulls, and then the Charity um, as our character like floats down on top of it. And then around Ephemer, we have uh, Scala Akylum. And then above that, we have all five of the foretellers, um, including, um, I think that's Gula up there, Ased, um, Ava, Envy, and Ira. So pretty cool. Um, I'm going to kind of keep going. I'm, I have it on mute, so you can't really hear anything, but that's what we're seeing there. Um, also, it's obviously in a different language, but this looks so cool. Um, it's just like the, the cover for Union Cross or whatever, like that image. With, I want the image on a t-shirt. I have so many of the Union Cross stuff on, like, or so many of the different games on, like, clothes and stuff. I don't have anything to Union Cross, and I think it's one of my favorite, like, Kingdom Hearts covers. I just think it looks great. Um, you also get to see three, like, little statue token things, I guess they are. Like, little... You know, like the little avatar characters, if you if you ever play Disney Infinity or whatever, you know the characters, like the little statue characters you put on the, the mat thing, and then you get to play as them. You get one for Donald, Goofy, and for Mickey, um, and I think you have to pick up all, th- I think the character has to pick up all three of them. Most likely they're there to represent, like, you know, um, your, what, what kind of road you want to go down, I suppose. Um, but anyway, you have to end up getting all of them which then will lead you to the character to getting um, a whole bunch of keyblades dropped in front of them on the platform. Um, the character, I guess, picks up a red keyblade. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the same keyblade that he's rocking in the trailer. I think it is, like a red and black one. And that's pretty much it. It's just, everything kind of just fades to white. I thought you were gonna fall through because that's normally what happens, you fall through, but not. Um, after that, he kind of like wakes up and he's greeted by this girl who's got red hair. She's given Axel vibes. Um, she's got the blue eyes, the red hair, it's, it's given very Axel, and they are confronted by a really huge Heartless, I don't know the Heartless is named, the, the, the black one with the wings, um, and that's kind of what happens there, that's what happens in that scene, so that's pretty cool, um, I don't know, like, I, it just looks really exciting, I love the outfit that he has on too, again, I feel like this, I would not be mad if I see Pirates of the Caribbean somewhere in this game, which I feel like we're going to just, just based off of what the guy is wearing. It's getting like very military, but also I could see him like on a ship or something. So I'm hoping that we do get more Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. Um, and it just, I don't know, this whole game to me, honestly, screams Luxord is here. Like it, that's what this game gives me. If, if any of the organization members are going to be in this game, it just, I feel like it's more fitting for Luxord than anyone else. Um, it looks like they are fighting on uh, at Scalum, Scalum, uh, Scala at Kylum um, by the water, by the ocean front. So again, you're fighting one of the Heartless, the, the Black Heartless, next to water. I feel like they're always next to water for some reason. Um, but like it gives you, it shows you really cool parts of the city and everything. Um, you can use. So it looks like Mickey, Donald, and Goofy are like magic charms. Um, the, the charms I was talking about earlier, it looks like Mickey might be one for fire. Donald looks like he's one for water or ice. And I think Goofy might be one for, I don't know if that's wind or if that's like like a shield, like a guard thing. Um, I'm not really sure. All right, so back in action. So it looks like in this game... Um, as you're playing the three little tokens that you could have picked up in the like hall um, are going to be Mickey, which looks like he is like fire. Uh, Donald looks like he might be ice or water. I think that might be ice. And then Goofy looks like that's like wind or a shield. But 
otherwise it looks really cool um yeah this game looks really fun and i see that there's other tokens you can pick up at some point too like i think other heartless ones but you can also pick up like um different characters that you're going to meet in the game as well it looks like it's just going to be a really fun game to play everything looks really cool um i'm very excited for the gameplay and what's really cool about this game is it feels like it's going to be closer to a standard kingdom hearts release versus having to play um you know something else like versus having to do things like uh union cross or dark road did this looks like it's going to be a real something something closer to a real full-fledged kingdom hearts game and i'm really excited for that i i cannot wait to see what is going to happen with this game um I, I really do think that there might be another testing soon, too. I know they're going back and trying to fix all the bugs and things like that that may have not have worked for the beta. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I really feel like there's going to be something dropping very soon for this game. It just feels like... I mean, I, I do see the issue because I feel like with Dark Road and stuff, how things just kind of got canceled and, and not, not so much canceled, but I think COVID really affected, obviously, how that game was going to play out. Um, and so with all of that happening and all the mix of happening, could the same thing happen with Dark Road? Possibly. I know there was a concert, I think in like March or April where someone came out and was like, it it got the fans kind of like worried, I guess. Um, I don't know if it was like, I think they were expecting some new information or something like that to drop and it didn't happen. And it sounded like it was like something that was something to have gone bad or gone wrong or whatever. And that was, that was either this year or last year, I can't remember. Um, but that could also be a potential thing too, is that like, maybe they're just really not ready. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they, they could potentially bypass Kingdom Hearts Missing Link for Kingdom Hearts 4. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just too much too fast for some, for some of them. I hope that's not the case. Cause again, I think this game looks like a lot of fun, um, but yeah, like, I, I don't know. At the end of the day, everyone's wondering what happened or what is happening with Missing Link. And I just hope that it'll come sooner than we all think. I, I really do. Um, I'm going to actually look at the Missing Link uh, trailer again. Because I, 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 I think I've seen that trailer a few times now. Like, I, it's so good. I just think it's so good. Um, I'm not going to play the sound of it um, just yet. But I... I'm excited. I really am excited. Okay, let me see if I can just get, I just want the trailer for that. I don't want the trailer for every single game in between. Um, let me see if I can find it. I love that like I'm looking for the trailer and I'm I'm getting like the whole enchilada. They're like, no, just play the whole thing. We'll play the whole like 15 minute trailer that came out last year. nice very cool I, I, again i'm not gonna play with the sound on so sweet yeah i mean this game just looks so good it, it does look so much better than like any mobile game so far and even a lot of the handheld ones it just looks so good like almost as good like like i would say kh2 quality better maybe like around that so nice. I love to see that the land that they're in, I think it's still Scala of Kylum at this point, but it might not be. It might be called something else. I think it is called something else, actually. Very cool. And then of course seeing Ephemer, the statue of Ephemer is just like, oh, that's my dude. When he came in, Kingdom, when he showed up in Kingdom Hearts 3, dude, I was like, 
Oh, it is Scarlet at Kylan. Okay, cool. Um, when he showed up in Kingdom Hearts 3, I was like, I, I can't. Like, I, I loved you already, but now you're just like, top notch, top notch. I am very curious as, like, I'm looking at the landscape of this too. Like, you see in the, the footage, like, there's like a little, like, I guess, rectangle of what you're going to be playing, but it also shows the landscape of everything else. And everything looks kind of flat and just uninteresting. But when you see it close up to, like, you know, where the character's playing, like, the, the, uh, the bounds where the character plays does look alive and developed. Same thing when they're in, like, the, uh, the uh, tangled forest and stuff. Everything looks very alive and together. I think that's a Monsters, Inc. world. I'm pretty sure that's... We're going back to Monsters, Inc., which I, I still think is really weird considering, like... Why are we going back to Monsters Inc. World when all the I mean all these worlds are from KH3 and I get it, like they're you know, it'd be easy to, to port them over because they're already worlds that we've been to, but I just think it's so weird to put those specific worlds in this game when it's like I don't know. Again, I, I could just be overthinking it, but I just think it's weird to have those games in particular in that. I think that's just so weird. I kind of want to look at Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer as well, though. I kind of want to see that trailer in a minute and this. But yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for this game. It looks so good. And again, I just can't wait to see who's all going to be in it. Um, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. I, I think, I think too, that like with the thing about Kingdom Hearts 4 versus this is that, you know, obviously the main titles, we love a good main title, right? Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts 3. We love a good main title game. And I think with, again, between Kingdom Hearts 2 and 3, there were so many side games. And I think people are just kind of side gamed out. And I think that like, obviously with the main titles, they're gonna put more into those. There's like more money that goes into them. I mean, just, just looking at Kingdom Hearts 4, and I'm looking at the trailer and just looking how it, it just looks so realistic. Like, honestly, sometimes like, if I was just walking into the room and I didn't know any better, I'd swear someone was watching like a live action movie. It looks pretty much that good um, and that realistic versus things like obviously Missing Link where they don't look as good. So that's one factor. Obviously Missing Link 2 is on a mobile app where this is going to be on a platform. So that changes things too. Um, and I, you know, with the with the newer games, like with the, like the, the main title games, you know we're gonna see new worlds. You know we're gonna be introduced to new things where a lot of the side quest games or the side games, they tend to kind of have like, you know, stuff from things we've already played. Save Birth by Sleep and Dream Drop Distance, which featured new and used stuff. So, so it's, oh, seeing Strelitzia like that looks so cool. Like it, I'm so glad to see her like not as a flat character um, or dead. Um, this looks so cool. Like, everything just looks so... And, like, it, it's got a spot on. Everyone on their phones. It's giving World Ends With You vibes big time. Which, if we see, like, any of the... Uh, uh, dude or, like, Rin... You know, Rin, Rin... I call him Rin Dude. Rin Dude or Neku in this. That would be so awesome. we see all the characters from World Ends With You in this, I am not against that. In fact, I would love to see World Ends With You and Final Fantasy characters in this game. I mean, not maybe not together, obviously, but like in this game would be so cool. I'm gonna go as far, and you can just like completely throw me away after this if you want to. But um, I would also love to see some near characters 
in this game. I would love to see near characters in this game. Do I think we will? Most likely not. But because of if you guys have not played Nier Automata, it is so good. I mean, Nier Replicant is great too. Um, I have nothing against any of, uh, I think there's also Nier uh, Gestalt as well. Um, nothing against any of those games. They're all great games. I just think Nier Automata is just amazing. I wouldn't even be mad at seeing like uh, Darkengard or Dra Drakengard here either. I would not care. Um, I, I just as many Square Enix titles as you can tie in the Kingdom Hearts just to make little cameos, totally fine with it. Um, although I don't think we'll see most of those because I know they're still trying to make room for more Varium Rex stuff, which again, might be another, I think it's another video game, right? They're going to be putting out at some point too. So when is that happening? And will we get more information on Varium Rex at this next uh, D23 or at uh, uh, the Tokyo Game Show? And I mean, D23, maybe not, because I'm not even sure if, the, I mean, I know Varian Rex obviously plays into the world of Kingdom Hearts, but I guess the question is, is that considered like a Kingdom Hearts or a Disney Square Enix team up too, or is that more just like, no, it's just Square Enix. Like Final Fantasy obviously is not a Square Enix Disney team up, but we didn't get introduced to Final Fantasy characters in Kingdom Hearts. They were already a thing. Same thing with Worlds End Ends With You. These are characters that are, were already existence outside of Kingdom Hearts. Like. Varian Rex characters are literally in the Toy Story world. So the first time we've ever seen them is in Kingdom Hearts. And they come back later on in Kingdom Hearts 3 and tell, you know, a different story uh, where Sora ends up going up against the main character. So it, it's kind of different, I would imagine. Like, And also with Dylan Sprouse playing the American voice actor for him, I can't help but feel like Varian Rex might be something that Disney is sort of kind of attached to. Again, I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong and I'm fine with that. But because Sora is technically in their world, I guess, and with all that stuff going on, it just feels like Varian Rex might be a bigger part, like might be Disney-ish as well. And so maybe possibly at D23 this year, <coughs> excuse me, we could see some footage of um, Varian Rex. I don't think we would see anything from Final Fantasy at D23. I could be wrong. I, I mean, I've only been to D23 like twice in my life, but it's generally things that are just Disney um, or that Disney owns or is like a big part of. And I don't tend to see Final Fantasy things there, even though there is like a, a connection between them and Kingdom Hearts. But like I said, with Varium Rex, it seems like there would be more to that. But um, I don't know. I'm not even sure. If, I, I think Varium Rex is getting its own game. I mean, I can Google it. I'm going to Google it because I feel like I'm right about that. That Varium Rex is like an actual game coming out, but I could be wrong. If I am, then I am. Okay, let's see. Okay, so apparently, um, it I guess it will be a game. Yeah, I guess it's it's supposed to be a game at some point. When it's gonna drop, I don't actually know. Um, trying to see if there's gonna be anything for it.
I see. So he's actually, so Nomura is actually going to develop the game, but apparently after Kingdom Hearts 4. So, I mean, but then again, with all the things that Square isn't really telling us, who's to say that he's not going to go forward with that first? So there could be reasons for the delay, which I get, like, a part of me thinks that if he is going to, like, I'm just, I'm just speaking hypothetically. I don't know anything, obviously, but a part of me thinks that, say Kingdom Hearts 4 isn't ready, um, but he's still working on Varium Rex. What if he does decide to shelf Kingdom Hearts 4 for Varium Rex? And that's why it's taking so long for Missing Link to come out because he realizes there's going to be a gap of time between these two games. So we're going to have to do something. And so maybe for now we're hearing like nothing, but we might hear something, I guess, fairly soon, if that makes sense. Like, I- I'm just, I'm thinking about the fact that there might be a gap because I think Dark Road was meant to go a lot longer than it actually did. But again, with the pandemic and all these things happening, I think that they realized we need to just drop this now. There's the the market that we thought we had for this. We kind of don't. Um, And so I think that's what happened is like them dropping Dark Road. They might have gone into some sort of panic mode and go like, okay, well, what do we do now? Well, now we have to kind of thin out these other releases because we could have had Dark Road going and running on mobile for a while and updating the story, you know, like a deal with Union Cross for years and years and years. And that way players had something every couple of months to look forward to. But since they dropped that, then the next title is Missing Link and Kingdom Hearts 4. And I think that kind of maybe you had to push things like push things up in production because they we, they don't have this little shiny object over here anymore that shiny object has been discontinued so now all the fans are looking to missing link which isn't quite ready and then kingdom hearts 4 which probably definitely isn't ready yet um that's just this is just my idea of what could be happening but either way i don't know but i am excited to see what the future of kingdom hearts is going to be and if we're going to get missing link soon i predict missing link something new with missing link will happen next month that's what i think um i could be wrong if i'm wrong okay um other than that i'm i'm gonna say 2024 i would i highly even if they show something for for this year i still don't think it's gonna release by christmas i just i don't think so like i don't think so i i don't think there's been enough like i think the hype was there you know and then it died and it like it, it's kind of like dead dead right now and so i think that if they do show it up next month in september like kingdom hearts likes a good hype train right we hyped the fuck out of kingdom hearts 3 like there was so much hype for that for the longest time and mind you this is not like kingdom hearts 4 like a main title game i get it it's for the mobile i i and it doesn't need like as much hype or as long of hype but I don't know. I feel like it's probably going to be early 2024, which sucks to me because that's like a year after the beta. But I think that's what's going to end up happening. Honestly, I I don't think it's going to be released by the end of the year. If I'm wrong, which I I honestly hope that I'm wrong. I honestly hope that I am wrong and that Kingdom Hearts Missing Link will drop November, December, hell, October. I don't care. I I don't care. Like, I'll play it anyway. But... I feel like that's not what's going to be happening. I feel like it's going to be next year. Um, A part of me even might feel like it's not going to happen at all, um, which I hope isn't a thing. I I truly hope that it will. I mean, they worked on it. It should happen. But again, like they worked on Dark Road and look what happened to that. Like they just completely scrapped it at one point and then just gave us like, you know, the cliff notes of what we would have experienced over time. I mean, the same thing could happen with Missing Link as well. But again, I hope it doesn't because this game looks really interesting. And I think 
if it's done right, it'll probably get our minds off of, or not off of, but occupy our minds until Kingdom Hearts 4 comes out, because that's, that's what everyone's looking for, and rightfully so. Kingdom Hearts 3, to me, was a banger. Y'all can say whatever you want. I think it was great, and I'm excited for Kingdom Hearts 4. Um, but yeah, Missing Link, it's, I kind of want it to be found, but I, it, it needs to, like, we need to hurry up and, and do something with that. Also, like, I would love a sequel to Back Cover, as in I would love Union Cross to be done in a beautiful movie. And I, I mean, there have been some YouTubers that came together and kind of like did it and it was great. I don't know if they finished it. I think I saw some of the first half of it and it was awesome. I was like, where the fuck was my invite? Um, Cause that was really cool. But I, I don't know, I'm, I'm hoping for more to come from that. Cause that was pretty cool. And that was a great way to get everything caught up and, and watch that way. If you never played Union Cross, you can at least like watch it and hear actual voice actors over it. That was kind of cool. Um, anyway, guys, I will see you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day, night, evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Whenever new missing link information or news drops, I'm going to talk about it at some point because, you know, I'm excited. I'm a, I'm a huge Kingdom Hearts fan. And I'll see you guys next time. May your hearts be your guiding keys, guys. Bye.